The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is an interview with a beautiful soul who I met through the Energetics of Money program. Lulu Ren joined the program to improve her energetics of money. So basically she is a bookkeeper and works with clients with their budgets and understanding money and really wanted to be able to further support her clients by understanding how energy can impact our money. And so I really wanted to bring Lulu onto the podcast to not only highlight her business, because I'm such a firm believer in supporting those around you and uplifting other businesses, however best you can. And I wanted to be able to use this platform to do that. So I'm going to introduce you to Lulu. Lulu runs her own successful business as a bookkeeper and loves bringing clarity to the finances of business owners. She's very well experienced in the ups and downs of what it means to run a business and managing your own finances. She also created a system that she uses called Spend Clearly to further help her clients. So allow me to introduce you to Lulu Ren. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lulu. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited. <laughs> so just to get started, I'd love for you to share with my listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do in business. Oh, lovely. Well, I am a bookkeeper and also a money coach and spending planner. So that has been not my first kind of thing that I did. In hindsight, I probably should have done accounting accounting degree but it was the uh, it was the 80s and so I wanted to be a businesswoman and did a um, communication uh, marketing kind of degree um, but as life hap- you know brings brings you back around and when I had my first uh, baby we'd just come back from overseas and so I didn't have any maternity leave or any job to go back to and so I was just really open to what what was going to happen and my brother um, is a builder and he needed um, help with his bookkeeping and said would I do it and I thought oh this is great and so I, I kind of learnt on the job and found that I really loved it and so went on to become a bass agent and bookkeeper and things and um, I can remember the like uh, this particular time when I thought oh I'll go and apply for a bookkeeping job and I didn't get it. And I was so disappointed that I didn't get it. And then the next day I got a call from a client who wanted to be a bookkeeping client and just saw that amazing, you know, when, when you think something's a disappointment, in fact, it's a, it's a gift because mm-hmm. that was then the start of my contract bookkeeping business where I have multiple clients, small client, uh, bigger clients. And that's what I've been doing. <laughs> love it. I love that. And sometimes you're right. Like sometimes life just takes you on a journey that you don't realize was the perfect journey for you. And I that's love right. that those doors close and other ones open. It's such a beautiful journey yeah. to, to go on. And I think often we can be so hard on ourselves in those situations. But then when mm. that light comes through and you're like, oh, this is why this is supposed to happen this way. 
That's right. Hmm. Exactly. And and another kind of significant things about I had a, a really big client who had sort of morphed into taking up most of my time. And they were this ideal client when I got them, but they kind of turned into a very stressful client. And I was really hard on myself about that, that, you know, why is this so stressful and what, you know, and then I really received guidance that I was to let them go as a client and become a spending planner. And I'm like, what? What's this guide? (laughs) And so I resigned. Uh, Well, I was a contractor, but it sort of felt like I was a bit more like, you know, employee. And then at the same time, my husband's business plummeted. And I really doubted that guidance or doubted that this was the right thing to do. Oh, all that money I've given up. And, but um, I did retrain as a, uh, well, added, sort of added that skill uh, to be a, a spending planner. And I needed it for myself because we had lost 80% of our income. So I had to use all the skill, all the skills I'd ever learned on how to budget and how to manage in um, in tough times to get ourselves through that. And then I was just thinking about it earlier this year, like I'm just so much happier in my business now than I was a few years ago. And yeah, just have faith through all of that. So. Yeah. And you know what, like going through that that experience of being able to be put in that situation where you have to fully budget and challenge yourself in new mm. ways, like I can imagine like that experience has set you up to be even a better at what you do to help those clients through those challenging times. Exactly. It really, it, you know, really helped me to be able to feel those feelings that that my clients have when when they've got credit card debt or when they don't know what to basically don't know what to do so uh, exactly it really mm, exactly so talk us through tell us tell us a little bit more about spend clearly like as a spend planner like tell us more about what it is that that looks like for someone like when you go and help someone with their um, spending like tell us more about how that looks oh okay well it's it's really a system and using software but also the the main thing is the one-on-one coaching that I do with them. We go through the basic sort of philosophy about having different bank accounts and it's really um, a forward look rather than a budget. We, it's a bit of a, we don't really kind of use the word budgeting, but that's kind of what it is, but it's, it's forward looking. It's really a plan about how you're going to spend your money in, in the future. And it, set, it sets up different bank accounts, different things, and really being able to see where all your money is going, um, but with the support of another person, because that's the thing in both you know, bookkeeping and also in sending planner, feeling like you have to do everything yourself and solve problems. And, and people are so relieved when they can talk about what's happening rather than trying to solve it themselves so I really work step by step with them through setting their goals what they want to do yeah coaching them through so amazing and you're so right like just having someone to listen and to be able to understand what they're going through is such a healing mm. self and then to be able to give the tools to be able to manage their spending with I love that idea of it being a forward focus because people can have such negative connotations to the word budget like it feels really restrictive and it like things have to sacrifice whereas I like the idea of that forward focus to be okay no we're going to work towards the life that you want to live we're going to work towards having the money that you do want to have so then you're not in this state of being stressed out all the time 
Exactly. So yes, it's so true. And I really found with the with doing your course that it helped me bring more abundance, abundance thinking to my life, but also abundance thinking for my clients mm. so that they can have they can have the things that they want, that that's possible to not cut themselves off like I'll never be able to do that. No, they, you can have that. And when they open themselves up to that, then the money comes from surprising sources. Mm. Um, they see, oh, that, that money that I'm spending over here is not actually serving, not, not really what I'm wanting to do. If I was able to not do that, I'm able to do the thing that I really want to do. So love um, it. that it's really added a really broad abundance thinking to my, to my business. So yeah, it's been it's- great. <laughs> Honestly, scarcity thinking is rampant. Like, mm. yeah, because I think for generations and generations, we've been brought up in the headspace that there isn't enough. And we're constantly yeah. fed that message that there isn't enough. So people often restrict without ever realizing that they're doing it, right? Like, you don't realize yes. that you're in a state of scarcity with so much of our thinking that by being open up and giving permission almost like it's like you've given them permission to go, well, yeah, you can totally have that if you want to have that. Yes, yes. Crazy, yes. right? It's, re- it's really brought more, yeah, more abundance to, for me personally as well to think that we, that we got a cleaner and I'm like, this just changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, and I just think, you know, that's a couple of hours of work for me, like as in in my business, I can earn, I'm sm- I would so much rather do bookkeeping than to be cleaning. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily lover of a lover lover of bookkeeping, but I'd probably do, rather do that than cleaning too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so share with us, what's, what's your favourite part about working with your clients? Oh, I really love that personal kind of interaction, really seeing the kind of relief when either in bookkeeping where they've perhaps been doing all of their own stuff, in up late doing their bass, trying to work out how to, do invoicing and and feel really behind and to be able to go in and say I can do that for you I can can do that and to to see the relief in their face you know and that's really nice and then same with with spend clearly as well just to be able to see when people think there's no way out Hmm. and then be able to go oh they're, they're really there's a way out there's a system there's a process there's ways there's so there's help that's really very very satisfying when people say that the success that they then have yeah yeah for sure it's so similar to what I do right in the way that it's like people mm. think they get to a point when their business where they're literally like there's no other way or there's no way I can possibly mm. grow this to where I want to go and then it's like yeah there is let's let me show you <laughs> yeah the same that relief and that so satisfying for them to come to that place where they're like like it's very empowering right where it's almost like Mm. the tools and then they're like oh I have that belief in myself and in the ability to do that now yes yeah very exciting (laughs) amazing so tell us what what are some of the challenges that you find that your clients have that then they reach out to you for that relief as I said a bit because I've got the two sort of parts of my business with bookkeeping mainly if they are behind with the ATO um, or are scared of the ATO um, or just don't like it but have been battling through doing it themselves and so just to be able to say like better for me to do bookkeeping than cleaning well for most people 
business owners, it's better for them to do their business and for me to do bookkeep me or you know other bookkeepers to do bookkeeping for them because I love numbers. I love I love it. it it's exciting and and satisfying for me. But for and I see to attract a lot of creative clients, graphic artists and architects and and they they're more creative than numbers. The, yeah. the numbers driven so um yeah and for them it's like pulling teeth like it's the last thing yeah that that's that's <laughs> yes so just think the value of people's time that they're better off earning earning more money than doing their own bookkeeping <laughs> I totally agree I'm such a firm believer of you staying in your own zone of genius and if mm, mm. there's elements of your business that yes at some point like in early days you do have to do it all like you have to wear all yeah yeah but then there's a stage of, of growth that you go through that it's like actually you are losing money by spending time doing things like bookkeeping if that's not your zone of genius like if that's not what's bringing yes. money in if that's not you being in your genius then you're actually wasting your time and energy doing something that somebody else like yourself can spend in their zone of genius and do it really well right yes in so much less time and yeah that's right yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Amazing. All right. Mm. So let's, let's chat a little bit more about your experience with the energetics of money. So tell us what made you become a part of the group? What, what made you sign up? Well, I have to say my intuition, I do val- very highly value my intuition. And it was saying, do this course. And I'm like, really you know lots about you know I was saying to him I don't I know lots about money <laughs> and it's going to do the course I'm like really anyway so I have to uh yes to listen when my when my intuition tells me to do something so I I guess I was thinking that I know the practical parts of money but I would like to learn the energetics parts of money and and also I thought oh I better make sure have I got any uh, money blocks that I'm passing on to my clients I've better sort them out myself amazing and what did you feel you discovered about yourself throughout that journey like what were some of the money blocks you um, noticed mainly to do with having to work really hard that really came up that I really felt that like when I had that big client I was very stressed that somehow I had this belief that if I was to grow my business I'm going to be stressed and I just really saw I think that was in the first night that uh, I was like that's just a belief. That's not, that is just not true. And so I'm just enjoying my business so much more. I'm just grateful for my business. I think that I have this new belief that money is coming to me effortlessly, that I could see that I was dressing myself out about my business and I just didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's not why we got into business. You didn't like sign up for business and be like, oh, I just want to be stressed out the rest of my life. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's right. And I just realized that I was doing that to myself. And somebody said to me a few years ago to be the best boss you could ever be for yourself. And I was reminded of that during the course of, yeah, that's what I want to be, this amazing boss for myself. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's so good. And yes, like very similar to you, a lot of people have those two different beliefs of like, if, if I, if I get busier or if I work, like if I'm creating this successful business, it means I'm going to be either burnt out or I'm going to work myself mm. to the ground, or it's going to be more responsibility or more stress, which isn't necessarily yeah. the case. Like you said, it's just a belief and it's just a belief. Yeah. And the best part about it is that you can change that belief, but you can also change your business and shape it the way that you want to experience it. Right. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm thinking about all different things that I about my business, but I'm just being very gentle with myself, being very compassionate and thinking of what do I really want to do? I'm trying to take one day off a week and that just feels incredible. But this week it's probably not going to it's probably not going to happen, but that's I've really calmed my inner critic down and just I can do what I want with my business and when I can have a day off have just have this off the clock feeling and have the yeah whole day off. <laughs> nice. nice. What was was it what were some of the other biggest lessons that you learned through the energetics of money? Like what do you feel like your takeaways were? The thing I really loved was the script, you know, the the written yeah, thing. I really am a kind a words kind of person, so I really loved the script and you had a few like empty lines where you fill things in and I wrote in there that I'm going to go on a retreat and I'm going to have the ha- my house and beautiful garden and and then lots of really great things have happened in our with in our house just re- just little plants and little things that make it good with doing some stuff in the garden but I've manifested three effectively two retreats and one amazing holiday with girlfriends this year amazing and and I was like oh my gosh and I didn't even really know that until I was writing it that that's what I was going to write and then it's just has manifested so that's been amazing and I've now done because I'll tell you what I had trying to read it in the shower like you said I put it in the glass but I need my glasses in the <laughs> shower so so now I've had to redo it a lot less content a bigger yeah bigger font that's what I've there that's what I've really loved like sort of a big a long version of an affirmation really yeah absolutely and I mean you don't necessarily have to read it in the shower you could literally you know wake up and sit in bed and read it if you really wanted to <laughs> It doesn't have to be in the shower. Mm. But the good yeah, thing, yeah. What I, what I love about that script is being able to shift your money beliefs, beliefs in a really powerful way. And I suggest doing it in the morning because that's when your brain is at its most open and receptive and it sets yes. you up for the day, right? Like when you read that script in the morning, how do you feel for the day? Mm, amazing. So good. That's why I like to have things that are kind of routines that are attached to something else. So that's why I like to have it for the shower because there I am. I may as well be doing, I may as well, instead of daydream, I may as well be doing that. I can't ignore it. Yeah. Awesome. So good. Um, Okay. So talk to us about, is there any other major changes that you made or anything else that you implemented from the energetics of money that you've noticed has made an impact? I've always said most of the things which was, yeah, I just had much more enjoyment of my business. And I really think that came from not thinking I have to work so hard all the time. So that really, that really helped. And also the kind of kindness and compassion to myself that my worth is not, has nothing to do with my business, that worthy and perfect as, you know, kind of as I am. And it was, yeah, I could just really, like, I loved, I loved, loved all the audio stuff, you know, the the inner chart. Yeah, the visualizations. I really loved those and got some really, really amazing things came from different um, meditation, especially the in the child went, went on the boat and <laughs> that was just fantastic and I really think that that's had a significant impact on me because I feel in more in touch with that because we sort of had a kind of a chat to my inner little girl 
And so now I feel that she's closer, that I can kind of talk with her about things. And then there's the the other parts, I guess. I think I've, I've done this thing called, anyway, family systems. And it's all that there's various parts within you. So I had some very loud, you're not good enough kind of parts. And so could really just have compassion with those parts and really just saying that you don't have to do that job anymore. Of, you know, you're trying to keep me safe and keep me small and, but you don't have to do that anymore. I'm, I'm all grown up. You don't have to keep telling me that I can't do that because I can do that. So that it's like an ongoing, ongoing, like maybe lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> um, like a just incredibly loving and self-compassionate and and kind to to myself in my journey. I'm so happy about that. Honestly, like that's Mm. the biggest thing, right? Like the the more that we are so much more compassionate with ourselves, the less we go down those spirals of not not feeling good enough or, you know, judging ourselves for things that were completely out of our control or even for making little mistakes. Like we wouldn't look at our inner child and go, oh, like that's a terrible mistake. You shouldn't do that. You should just give up right? Like the way that we talk to ourselves is so powerful. And I think that doing the inner child work is really where it's at. Like being able to shift that at a subconscious level helps to shift our belief systems in our everyday for sure. I really, yeah, I really think so. I just can use to sort of slip those things in. I'm just aware that, oh, that's a part that's trying to tell me something and I'll kind of listen to it and Liz Gilbert saying that, you know, fear can be in the car, fear, you know, and my not good. It can be in a car, but it can't be driving and it can't be navigating. Adult is is doing the, all the driving. So. <laughs> so good. I love that analogy from Liz Gilbert. It's such a beautiful way to think about fear and our relationship yeah. with our inner critic, like everything, because it is, we're all just different parts of ourselves trying to communicate and support us in moving forward but also like with these elements of like we want growth and evolution but we also you know want to be safe so it's like yes <laughs> we're trying to you know work each other off each other yeah and not I think in the past I've been like oh I want to get rid of that my inner critic no I'm just like compassionate it thinks it's doing a really important job yeah and so i bring it into the fold it's it's a part of the family I often tell my part you can just retire <laughs> you can just retire you don't have to do that job anymore you can just retire and just do what retired people do you know just relax and read and have fun and and uh yes yeah, so <laughs> I love that. I think I'll steal that for sure. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Just retire. Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> love it. That's you know, that, so job, that job that it thought it had to keep you safe, that it had to tell you what's wrong with you, that it had to, no, no you don't need, you can retire. <laughs> love it. <laughs> so good. Beautiful. Now, is there anything, any other advice or any other awarenesses that you came through with the program that you feel that you'd like to impart on the people who are listening today? Just how many thoughts and ideas we picked up about money from from our family and from your experience that not necessarily serving you and just to bring awareness to them and that is it true? Is there another way I could think about that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm finding it's just so interesting when I'm talking with my clients, then I'm just much more compassionate to them when I hear their limiting beliefs about money and their things on 
thinking, well, we, we've all picked them up from, from different places, but we have got a choice about whether we want to carry them through without in our life. Yeah. So true. So true. And I love that because I think it's everyone, anyone who's listening, everyone that we come into contact with that those belief systems are there because that's what they believe for such a long time. And it's, you're right. It's just yeah. been, it fed down to them from their parents or some type of experience that's happened that's impacted them in a way that developed that belief system. And you're right. Like we just have to question it, just question it. It's not necessarily even true. And question if it's mm. even worthwhile thinking it, because if you think it and you feel like you then it causes you to feel like you have to um, retract rather than from expand, then it's obviously not service serving you. So I love that you brought that up. That's beautiful advice. Yes. And exp- yeah, I'm very much about expanding, uh, but not be even, not to be critical if you see a wound, you know, well, see an untruth, you know, see a, a limitation, a limiting belief to not be then, oh my God, I can't believe I've got a limiting belief to just be kind and compassionate. Yeah. Don't add, don't add judgment on top of the, on top of the belief. Love it, Lulu. That's so perfect because you're so right. Like we add that extra layer of judgment and just makes it even harder to let go. Make it makes it makes it harder. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. This has been such a fun conversation. I've really enjoyed chatting with you all about this. Um, yes. I'd love to know, is there been any other further impact or result that you've seen on you being able to impart that wisdom with your clients? Have you seen any other results shone through? Well, I think it's still just kind of early days for that, but I I think it is that abundance mindset. Yeah. That's I think that's the thing. I didn't even realize that I had a scarcity mindset. And so when I'm talking to clients, I was talking in that scarcity mindset to them. So to retrain and be having um, an abundance mindset and then offering that to them as an example, an example of that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What an incredible ripple effect. So good. Mm. Oh, Mm. so good. Mm. Amazing. So (laughs) anyone who's listening that's in need of a bookkeeper or to, you know, I don't want to say budget, but want to work towards a spend, (laughs) where can they find you? Well, I I am on Facebook um, under Spend Clearly, but I haven't got a lot, a huge amount on there, but you can message me through there or Lulu Wren on um, Facebook, or maybe you could put in the show notes my email email address. Yeah. Perfect. I'll pop your email just in the show notes. But thank you so much for coming on today and sharing this with us. So I really appreciate you sharing all your wisdom. Oh, thank you. It's been so much fun. And thank you for the, the Angenics Money course. I really um, thank my intuition for saying, go for it. <laughs> thank you for being a part of it. It was such a joy to have you be a part of it and interact and engage and share all your wins and all your all the magic that, ca- that came from the money script and all the different challenges and the learnings from it. It was just amazing to see. So thank you so yeah. much for being a part of it. That's good. Well, I hope that I get that when you do another one, I can get, can still be involved. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be great. Amazing. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Lily. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll speak to you on Thursday. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. 
and here's to taking your life to the next level.